I'm Lydia. I'm Ashley, and we're your go-to gals for some honest advice and good conversation. Grab your favorite mug, brew some coffee, and get cozy for this week's episode of Coffee Table Conversations. Okay, hello guys. Hi everyone. Third episode. (laughs) Welcome back. I know. Crazy. Honestly, I feel like Um, we've been doing this for a while. I don't know why. It's like only third episode. (laughs) That's crazy. I know. I think it's just because like it's such a natural thing, I feel like. You know, just like talking, Mm -hmm. like having a conversation. It's nothing crazy. It's just just chatting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um so we were gonna talk about friendship today. Um specifically I guess we're going to focus on, like, long-distance friendships mm-hmm. um, because I think we've talked about this before, but Lydia goes to school in Chicago and I stay in Michigan for school. So we've had quite a few – and, like, even in high school, like, we went to different high schools. So we've had quite a few years of, like, figuring out how to maintain a friendship when, like, you're not seeing the other person, like, super often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the things that, like, I mean, obviously it was hard, but I mean, we were even at different schools in high school, like you mentioned. Yeah. So going to college, I think I wasn't as scared about that because I know a lot of people, you know, when you move away from your hometown, it's like, oh, you know, I want to keep in touch with with my close friends at home. And that can be really scary. And I I mean, of course, it's still scary, but we have had a lot of practice with that. So I guess that was nice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, good little school, like little middle school us had no idea how, like, I mean, it was nice that we actually had middle school together because Mm -hmm. I guess like to obviously to start the friendship, it's nice when you're actually like Mm -hmm. going to seeing each other more often. Yeah, like seeing them often. But then yeah, high school, we were still both in Michigan, obviously, but just at different schools. And then now we're in different states, which is sad, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, moving on up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, weirdly used to it, though, and I feel like mm-hmm. definitely – I guess we should give some, like, background for those of you who don't know. Lydia mm-hmm. and I met in sixth grade. We sat next to each other. Was it advisory and social <laughs> yeah, studies? it was advisory, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we God. sat next to each other, but we weren't, like, super close until seventh grade because mm-hmm. we literally had almost the exact same schedule. So we would just – I think we had all of our core classes together. So Yeah, thinking about, like, core and advisory. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Flashback, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so – Yeah, so that's kind of the beginning. I know. And then we separated in high school – um and then I feel like even in high school though we didn't see each other that often yeah and I feel like high school was one of those things where like I don't know I thinking back on it now I realized how busy I was I mean both of us and I don't think I really realized it but it's like you know you'd go to school for seven hours you would come home and do all your homework and (laughs) try to like eat basically eat dinner and go to bed because then you would get up at 6 a.m and then on the weekends you maybe would have Saturday to relax and then Sunday it was back to all the homework so yeah even if you do go to high school with the you know with your close friends it's hard to even make time to hang out with them you know whether you're whether or not you're at school with them or not it's Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know how we even did that yeah, dude, I don't even know how I, like, survived 
at all because I think <laughs> about it and like I went to school for eight hours and then I did whatever like after school club thing and then I mm-hmm. would go to dance like I don't know how many nights of the week like yeah. three or four maybe and then I would be there until maybe nine o'clock sometimes and then I would come home and I would do homework until like 1 a.m. And then I would get up at like 6.30 the next day and do it again. I'm like, how did I even (laughs) function? And now like I can't even go to school five days a week without just being like, oh, like I got used to that four day week. And then I'm like, never again. Can I do it five days? Honestly, yeah. I I don't think when you're in high school, like no one realizes it. But then once you get to college or like you graduate, it's just a whole different thing. So it's like, I mean, yeah. friendships are hard to maintain in high school in general, but then not going to the same high school is like a whole different thing. But yeah, you, know, you just make it work. I mean, it's like whatever. Right. Like you got to do what you got to do. And I feel like the yeah. main thing for me is that I wasn't, of course, I was sad when like um, all four of us like separated, all four of us as in like Nicole and Julia and Lydia and I, when we yeah. separated because we all went to different high schools and I was super sad about that. But at the same time, I also wasn't worried about it mm-hmm. because I just knew that, like, they were solid friendships. And I feel like it's a solid friendship. You don't really need to sit there and, like, overthink it because there's always just, like, that bond that you have as a foundation. Yeah. No, for sure. And, like, I mean, I feel like that's something that's kind of – I mean, it's sad, but it's kind of, like, unique for our little friend group because, yeah, all yeah. four of us went – we're obviously in the same middle school and we went to four different high schools, which is – kind of messed up I'm like that is so sad that like all four (laughs) of us went to four different schools but I mean kind of like you said I was never scared about it not I I was never like scared I mean I was sad of course but I wasn't scared of the fact that I would lose those friendships it was yeah yeah, and I, I think you're right it's just kind of based on like the bond where if you know you have a bond with someone that's a good solid friendship then moving away or being busy or something shouldn't be terrifying I guess yeah like it doesn't feel as threatening and I'm also Mm -hmm. I feel like partially it's a personality thing but yeah I think it's important too like if you have a friend that like you're separating from like if you're going to different schools or they're just like moving away I feel like it's important to establish sort of the expectation like, I feel like for us, it kind of came naturally, but for other people, like, you might need to say, hey, we should, like, I would really like to FaceTime once a week. Like, that would be helpful for me because some people just need, like, that's just how they communicate. They need to talk to the other person more often. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think it's important to, like, have those conversations, even if they seem a bit intense for friendships. But, like, friendships are relationships. Relationships that we think of are, like, romantic ones. But, like, friendships are kind of they also require a certain level of effort yeah no honestly that's so true because like I think of my friendships like foundation so like no matter what like those those are the foundational relationships in my life yeah Yeah, like basically it's like friends and family are your foundation so like yeah relationships as far as romantic relationships can come can come and go and I mean you know depending Mm -hmm. friends and family can do that as well but I think for me and for for both of us, it's like that's your foundation. So yeah, right. even if it seems kind of weird to have those conversations, like oh, I don't know, like should I just say something? Even if you're close to someone, it can kind of be weird to be like, hey, can we set up a schedule to say that? <laughs> like that's just like I, I don't know. It just kind of feels weird to me, but it shows that you care, even if it's kind of awkward, because the other person is probably thinking the same thing. 
So like that's how you right. stay in touch. And also, I mean, I think a lot of people think of like, oh, if you're like a long distance friendship, like you you must like literally text 24-7 every day. That's <laughs> not true. Honestly, neither of us are like su- – I mean, we're on our phones, of course, but not super, super addicted, I yeah. would say, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it's not like we talk 24-7, but it, it's not like I'm worried about it. Which is helpful. Right. Like if you don't text me for a few days or like I don't text you, I'm not – like suddenly I'm not like, oh my god, does she – like is she mad yeah. at me? Like yeah. literally when you were studying abroad, I think we FaceTime like once or twice and you were yeah. gone for like how many months? Like four, yeah, five like, months? Yeah, four, yeah. Which yeah, is, and like we, we FaceTime like once. FaceTime anyone. I was like, yeah, and texting was very limited. I was kind of like, okay, right. the, you know, the friendships that I have at home, and like at that point in my life, I knew that the friendships I had were very solid, and that was yeah. so nice to not have to worry about things, like worry about friendships at home. I guess like, oh, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Like I have to. You know, I would check up on people and be like, hey, you know, hey, how are you? Is just everything good? Like, just checking up. But I was never worried about that, which is really nice because that's just a whole level of stress that you don't need. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like as we get older too, like, it's just – like, when you're an adult, you're not going to see your friends all the time, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. you're – it just kind of becomes a thing of – quality over quantity which I know is said like all the time but I feel like especially for friendships it's just like so true because as you get older you have less time for stuff like that and like you have kids and they become your priority you're not like worried about oh like I need to you know see so and so like I haven't seen them since last week it's like yeah I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this but like (laughs) yeah I I think that's 100% true is because definitely I felt that when I was when I graduated high school, I I was really sad about friendships that I wouldn't see every day or wouldn't be in the same hometown. But then I kind of realized, and it, it takes a long time to get there, and I think I'm still struggling with that sometimes. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. as you get older, that's just not really a thing where you see your friends every single day. That's just yeah, not reality. And I, yeah, I mean that that's hard to face and that's hard to like process through, but. I think it's definitely true when you get older and especially as an adult and even now I can I mean we're we're in college now and you can see a difference between high school friendships versus now and it's like the friendships that I have now sure I have a smaller amount of friends but it's just a whole different level of like I know those are solid friendships that I need in my Mm -hmm. life and I'm not worried about not having like I don't even know like 20 friends that are like I don't know if this is the right word, but I was going to say like lukewarm friends kind of thing. I <laughs> know. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? You just have your smaller group of friends, but you know that those are the friends that you really want to invest time in. And I, I just think that it's okay if you don't talk to them every single day because we all got stuff going on. We got mm-hmm. school stuff, work stuff, career stuff, all of mm-hmm. that. And if you have that solid friendship like group, then you don't have to worry and stress about that, which is really nice. Yeah, I feel that. It's kind of like um, – oh, I'm trying to figure out how I want to set up this comparison. But like <laughs> a mile wide and an inch deep versus an inch wide and a mile deep, if that oh makes sense. Oh, my God, wait. I've never heard that, but I love it because I know yeah. exactly what you mean. 
So it's literally just quality over quantity. But yeah, like you may have fewer friends. And honestly, I have never been someone who has that many friends. I just, I don't know what it is. I just don't really, can't really be bothered to hang out with people. Honestly, (laughs) sounds so bad. I like people. Like I get along with people. I just am very picky about who I spend my time with. Kind of intentionally Mm -hmm. slash unintentionally. Like, I don't know. But um, I would rather have fewer friends so like an inch wide but then get to know them on a deeper lever lever oh my god level (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah that's fair because I feel like if you have a bunch of I mean it's it's like the analogy that you said if you have a bunch of friends I mean not that it's I don't want to say it's bad to have a bunch of friends but if you're if you just have like what a group of like 20 people that you're you know, you're friendly with, but you're not, Mm -hmm. you don't have those deep connections with them where you would, you know, trust them with everything. They're your foundation. They're your, you're basically your family. I'd rather have that versus that, you know, group of 20 people that are kind of friends. It's a hard line. It's a hard line. And I think it's hard to get to that place too. I, I mean, like, I feel like both of us have never been the people that have had, you know, 20 friends that we're kind of friends with we've always had a yeah smaller for amount. sure I cannot but... fathom having like 20 people like 20 friends <laughs> like oh, I just cannot imagine <laughs> I say honestly say, I know that it, like I know at the back of my head I would not be super super close to like most of them like I want yeah, to have like, a smaller group yeah, I feel like I'm really picky about who I refer to as a friend like mm-hmm. but then it's kind of weird because if I am in conversation with someone and someone I know and like we're not really friends, we're more of acquaintances, but then I feel like it kind of sounds snobby if I say like, oh, I have an acquaintance. So like I'll call people my friend, but like in my head, there's only like I literally, I don't even know, maybe have like five solid friends, like five people that I actually call friends mm-hmm. like in general. Yeah, no, that, no, that's totally fair. And it's like, I mean, yeah, I, I know what you mean, but it's like, oh, this is my acquaintance. Like, it just sounds Yeah, kind of, it's like, it's yeah. so much. It's just too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, okay, no, you're not, like, you're not a friend, like, you're not my friend to the point where I know everything about you and, like, we have this deep relationship. Yeah. But, you know, you're nice. Like, yeah, I'll hang, like, I'll hang out with you. You're friendly, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's one of the things that it's, I don't know, I think it's, it's a hard process. And I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think you ever like hit a point where like, oh, at this certain age, you just automatically start to realize that or you start to form your small friendship because you, you don't know when that's going to happen and you don't mm-hmm. know, you know, to what extent. It's just it's all up in the air. It just kind of happens the way it does. But definitely what helped me with that was just recognizing it, just realizing that I want to have yeah. a smaller amount of friends, but I want to really invest my time and energy into those friendships and I feel like that's the first step is definitely just recognizing that you want to have these deep connections with people and then from there your small group of friends that you're really close with just kind of develops right yeah that makes sense like recognizing it and then just accepting it is Mm -hmm. a huge part too and I think it's like it's very much like a personality thing as well um Mm -hmm. like we're both introverted and I feel like it's just maybe people who are more extroverted who need more social time to kind of refuel um 
might you know have a different experience but I still feel like in general the thing stands like quality over quantity like you should never feel like you don't have like you should have some friends but don't sit there and be like oh well I only have like two friends because if those are like really solid connections then I don't feel like there's anything to worry about if that makes sense no yeah yeah that's true and yeah I mean we're both introverts like you said so I think we're coming yeah, so from it's kind of easy <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like we are definitely coming from that mindset keep that in mind but um right. but yeah I mean I think we get our energy from you know different place than extroverts would so you know it's up you know it's up to you and your personality and I think that definitely depends on the person so yeah that's true <laughs> Yeah, as long as you have that core group of friends, I guess the rest is just whatever. Um, But it's important to have that group because it's just your main source of support, including your family. So it's just – it's a healthy thing to have. I feel like if you don't have a solid friend group who, like, not only supports you but kind of is also willing to call you out when necessary, which I know is – like. That's when I feel like a lot of drama happens is when people get called out. And I I don't know. That's a tough one because, of course, it sucks when someone, like, disagrees with what you're doing or, like, if it's actually detrimental to you. It's hard mm-hmm. to hear that. But you just need to remember that the people that know you the best and that are closest to you, like, they want the best for you, you know? Yeah, no, I th- I'm like I'm going on a bit of a tangent. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, a hundred percent because that's something that I've struggled with. It's like, like, oh, they're calling me out. Like, what? Why are they saying? That? <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah. that. You know, I mean, it's hard to hear. Obviously, if you're getting called out for something, it's something that you don't recognize. But right. yeah, but I mean, if if you're really really close to someone and you have those solid friendships, then. I think it's easier hearing it from them because you ultimately know that they just want what's best. But I think I think it becomes and that's hard to remember sometimes. That's definitely just mm-hmm. reminding yourself of that is important. But then when when those moments when you're being called out comes from someone that's maybe fr- like you're friendly with, but it's not super super close, that's when it becomes mm-hmm. weird because you're like, wait, I don't. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's hard to tell. Thing. Like, it's a fine line between, like, being helpful versus being toxic. Because, like, there is a very important distinction there that I think should always be made. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's why it's good to have that, like, identify the people who you know have your best interest at heart. And maybe even in the end, you still choose to make a different choice than they would have made. But the point is, like, giving them that respect and realizing that, okay, they love me. They care about me. And, like, right. it sounds like we're talking about relationships, but, like, <laughs> friendships are relationships. But, like... You know, that's the thing. And I feel like, also, you, your friends are the ones that are going to be there. That's your support system. So, yeah. if they're calling me out, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. I'll right. listen. They've been through it all with me. Like, they know. So, I would trust... Honestly, I would trust them calling me out over anything. And also, right. as the person, like, the as the friend who is doing the calling out... That's like when you put you putting yourself in those shoes. It's also good to recognize that. I mean, of course, you don't want to be a person that calls out in a way that's toxic, but you want to be a person yeah. that calls out because you care. And yeah, I mean, like you said, that's a fine line. And I think it it takes some practice in knowing exactly when that moment is. 
Like, mm-hmm. when do I just care enough to, I need to say something, even if that friend doesn't take the advice, but it's, you know, I needed to say it because I needed to know that, you know, I care about you and, like, your your wellness matters the mm-hmm. most. I feel like that's, I mean, I don't even have any like, instructions on how to do that because that's hard. That's hard to recognize. Yeah. It's definitely, like, a delicate subject, and I think yeah. something that always helps me is that, like, never not that this really happens often like I'm not just out here calling people out like every day but if I do feel like I need to say something making sure I'm not like I'm calms down like I'm not sending an angry text message because then I feel like it could easily become accusatory which makes the other person get defensive which obviously isn't good for like a productive conversation Mm -hmm. so not being like oh well you did this that was dumb but kind of maybe asking questions to get more information from them rather than just assuming certain things like just being more delicate about it and not really approaching it with anger because then I feel like both parties get super defensive yeah no 100% that's the number one thing is don't address anything while you're upset because <laughs> that's yeah, not gonna which, go well <laughs> in any yeah. way it's not gonna go well and yeah I mean like you said ask questions make sure that you know you're trying to clarify the whole situation like that that's important to do because if you only know parts of it then obviously your advice is going to be different and then just making sure that you are saying that you're trying to be supportive like you're doing this, yeah. like you're saying something like, I'm doing this because I care. That's also important because obviously if it's a touchy subject, the other person's probably going to be a little upset at first. That's like, it's not going to yeah. be an easy thing. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Like it's probably going to be a bigger issue, but it mm-hmm. needs to happen. Yeah. And just like knowing the other person well enough um, to know what they need when they're upset. Like if someone comes to you and they're upset and they- like I feel like a lot of us our instinct is to like try to fix it but sometimes people just need to be like validated like most of the time when people are in that state they're not trying mm-hmm. to be like told how to fix it because when you're just really upset like you're not your head is not in that space so yeah just like yeah, reading true. your audience I guess knowing your friends well enough to know like what helps them and like you give them a recommendation of what to do maybe and then you just let it go from there and like because some people just need to mess up and learn yeah. from that way versus for me personally like if someone tells me something I'll take it more to heart but like some people just need to kind of go through the experience which is fine too like it just is a personality thing that's true yeah like sometimes just going through it <laughs> I mean yeah yeah like I guess that as it sounds when I just going through it is the way it needs to be done but yeah, which I hate because, like, I'm so bad at sitting back and just watching things happen. Like, yeah. I really just want to, like, help people and be involved and give advice because I'm very much, like, an advice giver. But some people just don't need that. So, like, you can raise your concerns, but then, like, that's it. If that's what they need, then say yeah, your and piece. Yeah, then... sure you're there when, yeah. whenever the lesson happens. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people – well, not a lot of people, but I feel like some people – if if they try to give their advice and the person doesn't take it, they might be like, oh, well, they're going through Like, I'm not going to help them now because they didn't take my yeah. advice. Like, they're on their own kind of thing, like that mindset. Yeah. So I think it's just important to know that, okay, I gave my advice. 
whatever they do now I just know that I have to be supportive well not not supportive in the way that like I will support whatever mistakes you're making <laughs> like, like yeah like cocaine if like I'm not sure yeah yeah, if it's <laughs> yeah. detrimental to the person you're not gonna be like oh I support that but yeah, you're gonna I support be there for your cocaine addiction like it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're gonna be there for them yeah. while they're going through that and after whether or not they took your advice so I think that's mm-hmm. important for a friendship too like that's probably the number one thing just being supportive yeah, because I think it comes back to ego as well and not letting – like, not assuming yeah. that your way is the best way because, like I said before, some people just need to go through the motions and experience the mistakes for themselves rather than actually avoiding them in the first place, um, Yeah, which is totally fine, but I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> I know. Maybe I'm like, okay, so this is what I think. Um, but yeah, I would I would just say that and kind of I know this whole episode was just talking about friendships in general. Um mm-hmm. and obviously we started off by like t- by talking about the the long distance aspect of it and that's that you know, that whole thing. But I guess in the end, I would just like to hear I mean, I don't even have like a, an answer to this in my mind, but I was just thinking for me, like for both of us, what's the top like in a friendship or what's the best advice you would give for a friendship as far as not even just how to maintain one but just things to keep in mind I thought that would be helpful to know even for myself yeah so wait are we looking for advice right now I'm yeah but I like I'm not even sure (laughs) I have one in mind yeah I'm I'm curious This is just, like, a general – I feel like this is for any relationship, not just friendships, but, like, having an open channel of communication, which comes back to not approaching things with your ego because you are going to be wrong sometimes. And just when you go into things and you just assume that you're right and everyone else is wrong, you're just shutting that, like, channel of communication, like, automatically, and it just becomes a thing where there's constant conflict because, like – I'm always right and the other person's always wrong and that's just not true like being able to admit that you screwed up or even just accepting that there's a difference in opinion sometimes because you're not you're never going to agree 100% with anyone else so just having those like difficult conversations and just being like weirdly open if that makes sense I feel like I'm very like I can't like, if I feel some type of way, like, I'm going to say it, you know, but I'm not going to be rude about it because I just – I don't know. I just tell people everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I I honestly think communication is 100% like the most important aspect or skill you can have in a friendship. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess that's true for any relationship, but for friendships too. Um, and I, I guess mine would have to be – it kind of goes in with communication – but mine would have to be if you're if you're looking for relationships that you want maybe a, that smaller quantity but you want quality friends, I would just say to have the mindset that you're fully invested in the friendship, and mm-hmm. that that can mean a lot of things like being invested, I guess. But open communication is one part of it, and just being open and supportive in the relationship, and just just in, investing in it whether that means 
reaching out if that's more of your thing, like FaceTiming or texting, calling, stuff like that, or hanging out in person, Um, like Mm -hmm. that side of the, the communication, but also just being open with your thoughts and your emotions and things like that and just asking for advice when you need it or being that friend that's gonna nicely call you out on things yeah um yeah I just I just think giving your all into that friendship and investing your investing your time in that friendship is one of the most important things that I have found to really Mm-hmm. solidify those deeper friendships versus maybe like a surface level friendship with a lot of people that kind of thing yeah that makes sense I totally agree and like something else I just thought about which is gonna sound really weird but <laughs> like knowing each other's love languages which I know a lot of people just apply to like romantic relationships but I feel like it's helpful in any relationship just like because love isn't just romantic it can be like your friend your family member you know Mm -hmm. so like knowing how the other person like receives love if that makes sense like if they're words of affirmation so if they just like to talk things talk things through which is like what I prefer to do or um just like quality time so just knowing how yeah like it's just weird because you don't we don't think about that type of thing and apply it to friendships we just apply it to romantic relationships but I feel like especially lately it's been helpful for me just in like family relationships too knowing like letting other people know like hey this is how I accept love and like when you do this it kind of goes against my like primary love language yeah that makes sense yeah then that's so true I've never thought about it in like in that aspect but I mean it's true like with friends and family and your that's your foundation and if for each person that love language is different so yeah yeah I mean I like to talk things through too like that's that's a huge thing for me and I guess for both of us and mm-hmm. if if you have a friend that's definitely not like that just because that's their personality if you try to force that on them and you don't really understand that that's not how they communicate that's not how they are as a person then Mm -hmm. you know like forcing that on them is not going to be productive yeah yeah no that's 100% true it's just recognizing and like understanding that makes a huge difference in Mm -hmm. all your relationships it's true and like obviously physical touch is not included in that that's the one where (laughs) like (laughs) like that probably is not yeah no it's like an emotion like (laughs) yeah it's like whether and honestly I would I would apply this most to just when when someone's struggling in in like a friendship or in a family like a family member when whenever someone is struggling knowing how they want to be supported is I think the best the best like application I would say that that's what it comes to yeah yeah it's like do you do you want me to just sit next to you and just be there or do you want me to talk through with you or do you want me to like I don't even know, like, bring a board game over to distract from the situation. Like, that's so different between every single person. And I would, like, me personally, I would say whenever I'm going through something like that, my friends are the first, like, group of people that I would go to for that. So, because I know that Mm -hmm. they understand that. And they understand that, like, for me, 
I I think in the beginning, I don't talk about everything fully in depth and just having mm-hmm. a presence there, like someone to just sit next to me is what I would say helps me the most. And obviously that depends on the person. So in the friendship, it's really important to understand that. Yeah. And like, I kind of, I guess I already knew that about you just like through time, but yeah, you're yeah. less, I'm more kind of open about certain things and like, I want to go in depth and kind of talk about it uh-huh versus you know and like I guess it just goes back to being validated as well like I like to be validated which I think everyone does but it yeah. just makes me feel less isolated I guess so I'll just talk about anything yeah no, that's true it's like how to make yourself like how, how do you want your friends to support you how do you want to make sure that yeah. you don't feel alone in that yeah. Yeah. And even just talking about it to someone else, even if they don't respond, like there have definitely been times where I just text you like a huge paragraph and then you don't like really say much, but like, cause you know, you don't need to, like, I just need to get it yeah. off my chest, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, cause like I was going to say like with the whole thing about like texting the whole paragraph, even when I text <laughs> the whole paragraph, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking for in a response. Like I straight up just, <laughs> yeah. just say it. <laughs> like, like, I don't yeah, even like, know. Like, like, if you're sleeping, I'm like, that's fine. Like, I'm good. Yeah. You can at least say it and, like, just – it's kind of like venting, basically. Just, right. like, venting. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's so true with the paragraphs. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't even it. know what I want them to say. But, like, right. here's all this information. Like, take yeah. it. Do what you want with it. Like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I just – I don't even know if I need advice on it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, like, don't even – like advice isn't even really applicable to that situation but I like like, I'm just mad yeah (laughs) yeah but I just need to type it out and I'm good (laughs) like thanks yeah because like I can most of the time come to a conclusion like I'm rarely in a situation that like involves me making an important choice and you know like a lot of the time I'm just like PO'd and I'm like this is why I'm mad please validate me. I'm done. And then I'm over it in the next like, yeah. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That honestly, same. It, that's, it's a mindset thing where I'm like, I just need to say it and I'm good. Yeah. It's <laughs> a very go through it moment. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And it's like, I don't know. I think it's, it's interesting to actually sit down and talk about just friendships. Like, I mean, yeah. I think that these are things I've learned and I'm still learning, but, um, things I've learned throughout honestly like high school I think starting high school and into college and now I think it's just a process of learning about friendships and what I value in friendships and how to invest in in the friendships that I value and it's it's interesting to actually talk it through like talk it out and say okay what like starting like long distance friendships like that whole thing what I've learned about that and then as far as having a smaller group of friends, mm-hmm. but really investing in those, it's just interesting to talk it through and actually think about it. Yeah, because I feel like there's a huge emphasis on romantic relationships, but not really – people don't talk about friendships as much because yeah, it's just like assumed that they're easier, which isn't necessarily true. Like obviously there's less of an emotional – I don't want to say less of an emotional connection, but like it doesn't go no, as yeah, deep in certain mean. ways. Yeah. Um, but I feel like in other ways it goes deeper because, you know, like your friends, like you're going to have multiple relationships, but 
if you have those friends that you know are going to be there regardless. Like, it's really important to work on those relationships too. And there's not really, I feel like a ton of information out there about how to deal with it. A lot of it's just like romantic relationships. That's actually so true. It's like your your friends are your foundation. And yeah. And talk about that. Oh, yeah, like yeah. friends are fun. Friends, you know, go hang out with your friends. But that like investing in those relationships isn't something that's talked about as much. Yeah, like, and like we're out here picking up the pieces after a breakup. <laughs> like we're out here. We're the ones that are there. <laughs> yeah. Value them because they're going to be there. <laughs> Your yeah, group of friends right. are your foundation and you got to value them and invest in them. Yeah. I love friends. Same. Okay. <laughs> we love friends. That's the conclusion. That's the conclusion. Entire <laughs> That's the lesson of this entire thing. We love friends. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Coffee Table Conversations. We hope you enjoyed hanging out with us. Keep up with us on Instagram at Coffee Table Convos and join us next time for a brand new episode.